Hello and welcome to Just a Guy and His Journey Back to God. So today we're in Isaiah 7. And before we go there, let's go to God in prayer. Lord, we thank you for this time. We thank you for this day. I come before you thanking. I'm grateful that you're encouraging me to do this. I know in my heart and just kind of in my laziness right now, I'm tired and I didn't want to do this. But I know talking to you, reading your word, and having you, Holy Spirit, speak to me is so important and beneficial. So, Father, I pray that today and at this time, you, Holy Spirit, would guide us in this reading, that you would bless this reading, you would open our hearts and our minds, that it would be you that we hear from, nothing from me, everything from you, and that that would be the message we get, is that you would speak to us, help us understand what you want from us, and that you would guide us through the rest of this day. I thank you and I praise you in Jesus' name, amen. So as I've been reading Isaiah, and as I was reading this this chapter, one of the things that struck me was Isaiah has a pretty tough message. In this particular chapter, he's going to have to deliver a message that apparently the people just don't want to hear. Um, Ahaz doesn't want to hear it. He doesn't want to follow God's guidance. Uh, the people don't want to. And yet, Isaiah has to deliver it. And I think about that for myself when I have to deliver messages that people don't want to hear. I do it all the time. And they don't want to hear it sometimes. It's not very fun. But here Isaiah is, and candidly, his message is one where people may kill him for it. So let's go ahead and read and see what he has to say and how things you know, come apart. Come come to fruition here. There's a couple things that are interesting also that I kind of, <laughs> anyways, we'll get, we'll, we'll, I'll, I'll address it. Um, so it's chapter seven, verse one. When Ahaz, son of Jotham, the son of Uzziah, was king of Judah, King Rezin of Aram, and Pekah, son of Remelah, king of Israel, marched up to fight against Jerusalem, but they could not overpower it. Now the house of David was told, Aram has allied himself with Ephraim. So the hearts of Ahaz and his people were shaken, as the trees of the forest are shaken by the wind. So ultimately what's happened is a lot of the other um, tribes have allied themselves, allied themselves with um, each other and also with other um, nations. And they're coming in to fight against Ahaz, who's a descendant of David. And you have to remember that David, of course, has been promised by God certain blessings on his, on his uh, generations and his people. Verse 3. Then the Lord said to Isaiah, Go out, you and your son, Shir Jeshub, to meet Ahaz at the end of the aqueduct of the upper pool on the road to the launderer's field. Think about how detailed and specific that is what a message to to isaiah hey go up here go down it's like kind of like it's telling me hey go down here to your dock turn right go to the third slip and talk to the people there verse four 
say to him, be careful, keep calm, and don't be afraid. Do not lose heart because of these two smoldering stubs of firewood. So here God is encouraging Ahaz. He's telling him, don't be afraid. These guys, they're, they're smoldering stubs. They're not even on fire. They're not, they're not that big of a deal. Don't lose heart. Don't be worried about them. Because of the, fear, the fierce anger of Rezin and Aram and the son of Remelah, Aram, Ephraim, and Remelah's son have plotted your ruin, saying, Let us invade Judah. Let us tear it apart and divide it among ourselves, and make the son of Tabeel king over it. Yet this is what the sovereign Lord says. It will not take place. It will not happen. For the head of Aram is Damascus, and the head of Damascus is only resin. Within 65 years, Ephraim will be too shattered to be be a people. The head of Ephraim is Samaria, and the head of Samaria is only Remelah, or Remelah's son. If you do not stand firm in your faith, you will not stand at all. Against the Lord, again the Lord spoke to Ahaz. Ask the Lord your God for a sign, whether in the deepest depths or in the highest heights. So here now we have God saying, don't worry. Relax. These guys are going to get wiped out. They're not even going to exist in 65 years. And in fact, you can, to gain more peace, you can ask me to perform a sign. In fact, I'm telling you to ask me. Verse 12. But Ahaz said, I will not ask. I will not put the Lord to the test. So most of the commentaries I, I read was basically he, he didn't believe. He didn't believe. He was afraid. And he didn't really have faith that God was talking to him and speaking through Isaiah. Then Isaiah said, Hear now, you house of David. Is it not enough to try the patience of humans? Will you try the patience of my God also? Therefore the Lord himself will give you a sign. The virgin will conceive and give birth to a son, and will call him Emmanuel. He will be eating curds and honey when he knows enough to reject the wrong and choose the right. For before the boy knows enough to reject the wrong and choose the right, the land of the two kings you dread will be laid waste. The Lord will bring bring on you and on your people and on the house of your father a time unlike any since Ephraim broke away from Judah. He will bring the king of Assyria. Verse 18. In that day the Lord will whistle for flies from the Nile Delta in Egypt and for bees from the land of Assyria. They will all come and settle in the steep ravines and the crevices in the rocks on all the thorn bushes and at all the water holes. In that day the Lord will use a razor hired from beyond the Euphrates, the king of Assyria, to shave your head and private parts to cut off your beard also. So that was shaving your head and also your private parts was considered quite the humiliation. It was something that, you know, you, you didn't get your head, you didn't get your face shaved, you didn't get your, your privates shaved either. In fact, it was saved for a lot of times. It was the, it was the prisoners, it was the slaves. They had their heads shaved and their bodies shaved. And you could tell based upon the hairstyle who who they belonged to. But it was usually very much a a um, 
humiliation. In that day, verse 21, a person will keep alive a young cow and two goats. And because of the abundance of the milk they give, there will be curds to eat. All who remain in the land will eat curds and honey. In that day, in every place where there were a thousand vines worth a thousand silver shekels, there, were, there will be only briars and thorns. Hunters will go there with bow and arrow, for the land will be covered with briars and thorns. As for all the hills once cultivated by the hoe, you will no longer go there for fear of the briars and thorns. They will become places where cattle are turned loose and where sheep run. So basically because Ahaz is not listening to God, now they're going to go through a lot of difficulty. When God tells us to do something, right, we need to do it. I have, I struggle with it constantly. It's not like I'm saying speaking from a position of, of excellence. But it's one of those things that, you know, I imagine being Isaiah. Dude, I really don't want to go and deliver this terrible news. I mean, it can't be something he's excited about, right? But he does it. And then when he tells Ahaz to do something, that God's saying, test me, do this, Ahaz won't do it. Quite the opposite of the two, right? And then Ahaz goes through and has problems. Even though God is saying, hey, these guys lining up against you, it's not, good. It's not a big deal. Anyways, he's saying, hey, because you didn't listen to me, you're going to have this, this humiliation will occur. So I think about myself and my life with God, and it's just, I need to, I can see myself so much in Ahaz. I don't see myself as much in Isaiah. I wish I did. But I can definitely say, I have some Ahaz-type traits. So with that, let's go back to God in prayer. Lord, thank you for your word. Thank you for your, your examples and showing us insights and glimpses into ourselves. That people don't change over time. We're all the same. doesn't matter if we have rocks and, and bows and arrows or if we have you know, planes and computers and iPhones. People are the same. We are what we are. We've been made, and we don't really change. Our toys may, our technology does, but we don't. So, Lord, I come before you seeking out your, your mercy and your grace. I pray, Lord, that I would walk more completely with you, that I would love you with my whole being, and that I would love my neighbor as myself. I see myself in Ahaz, and I question whether or not I would ask you for something because it would scare me whether or not it would be done. So I relate to him. And I just pray, Lord, that my faith would grow, that it wouldn't shrink, but that I would become more faithful to you and who you are. I thank you and praise you for all that you've done. It's in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Hey, thanks for joining me at Just a Guy and His Journey Back to God. I hope you have a great day.